0: and welcome back to the 22nd episode of the Triborough Podcast. I'm your host, Justin Alonzo. I did legs today, so my hamstrings both hurt very badly. I'm joined by my host, Nicholas O'Brien. How are you doing, Nick?
1: I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. Uh, it's been, what, two weeks?
0: About that. About that. Yeah. Hope everyone
1: had a nice Thanksgiving. Hope everyone yeah. stuffed themselves. But it's baseball time.
0: Yeah. And... We would have recorded. We would have uploaded yeah. sooner. It's just holidays and all that yeah. coming back from holidays and just all that good stuff. Yeah.
1: But there's news. There's yeah. a decent amount of news. Not
0: yeah. more so for the Mets. For the Yankees, yeah. is a lot more like stuff building.
1: Right. There's there's a uh, little little birds in the air. Little birds. Little birds telling me some things going little birdies? on. Little buddies. Little buddies. But yeah, it's been quite. Uh I wouldn't say eventful but like
0: stuff start stuff's happening sooner stuff's than stuff's happening expected. stuff sooner is sooner than I expected
1: stuff is going on but of course we'll talk about that
0: and yeah all right you ready so to just we, get into it we start queens i think we start queens okay
1: we start queens so we'll we see you in queens yeah. Thank you,
0: Now entering Queens.
1: Hello everybody and welcome back to Queens where the Mets are wrapping up a workful, is that a word? Workful? Eventful. Eventful, I They're guess. on a spending spree. No, I wouldn't say they spending are spent, spree. They
0: are, they are signing so but many contracts. So, so many guys. Throwing out millions left and right.
1: Yeah, millions all right. right. But before we get into the week... That was going back. First,
0: Charborough uh, podcast. Charborough uh, injury update. No. Okay, good. I was good. The way you were setting that up, it's sounded oh, like, you were doing, no, no, like no injury no. update. I was no. like, what happened? We're
1: going back to two weeks ago, <gasps> to the Rule Five protection deadline. That did happen. I forgot about that. Yes, that it did happen. So the Mets only protected one prospect. That is twenty-year-old Alex Ramirez. So, for those who don't know, when you protect a prospect from the Rule 5 draft, they are added to your 40-man roster, and they cannot be taken in the Rule 5 draft. If you don't protect a prospect, so in this case, if the Mets did not protect Alex Ramirez, he could be taken in the Rule 5 draft, but he would have to remain on the 26-man roster of that team for the Remainder of the season. Yes. So my thing is, why are you protecting a 20-year-old after a down year when there's probably other names you could have protected? Mm. I Look, they have the 40-man spots to do something like this. I just don't see the need to when, again, he had a down year, he's 20 years old, and I don't think any team is going to take him in the draft and keep him on a 26-man roster for... The entire season, mm-hmm. I just don't see that happening. So some names can that I, can I, yeah, I say go
0: From what I'm seeing, like, cause I'm just looking at baseball or uh baseball or MLB pipeline, just yeah. like with their podcast, they say like their projection pro- projection is him to be in the majors this year.
1: This year, it Alex says, Ramirez. Alex
0: Ramirez, 20 years old. It says MLB. No way.
1: There's there's no. That will be
0: 2024. Yeah.
1: I I doubt that. So that could be
0: part of the re- that maybe I that guess. like a lot of teams saw him as ready and like you have a twenty year old that's ready for baseball at that age like.
1: Yeah, but he's not even in AAA. Like yeah, I I don't understand what
0: I've never heard him. I'm just reading yes, what. Yes,
1: you're you're just the messenger. Yeah. Uh, but again, it doesn't make much sense when you have guys like Jeremiah Jackson who came over from the Dominic Leon trade who I feel could make an impact sometime later this year as a utility role who can mm-hmm. provide some pop off the bench. And Justin Jarvis, who's another pitcher. He's in high A. Alex Ramirez. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like that's what do you crazy. mean he's 20? Like he's going to be in there 24.
0: That's like. just, dude, that's fu- that's crazy.
1: And then you have Justin Jarvis who came over from the Marcana trade, again just a pitcher when you need arms. Uh I think they're both projected to come up this year, but obviously these projections are fluky. Yeah. So I just think that they could have had... If they they really wanted to protect somebody, I feel like they could have protected someone else. But I realistically don't think many, if any, of these guys would have been taken if they go unprotected. So what do I know?
0: Yeah.
1: Then moving on from that, the non-tender deadline, which was also two weeks ago. Pretty sure, two weeks ago, Friday, they were
0: like they coincided with yeah,
1: they're like back to back. So, the Mets have a few of them, most notably, of course, Luis Guillaume and Daniel Vogelback. But they also non-tendered Jeff Brigham, Trevor Gott, and Sam Coonrod. Jeff Brigham came over from the Marlins last year, uh, Trevor Gott came mid-season from the Mariners. I'm surprised by Gott a little bit. Uh, I'm not sure how much money he was owed, but when you need to fill out a bullpen, I kind of feel like you tender guys who you can easily access, I -hmm. guess is the best way to put it. So, Gott was a little bit of a surprise. Coonrod's been hurt, so it's kind of, I understand that one. You always find him to a minor league deal, something like that. Um, Brigham had his ups and downs. I don't mind that. Daniel Vogelback had to happen. Uh, We We've talked about it. Yeah. Uh, it. He just wasn't a fit for this team anymore. so I'm,
0: Or for his belt. Yeah.
1: I'm, I don't want to say I'm glad, because obviously that means he's out of a job.
0: Yeah. But
1: I'm sure someone will pick him up.
0: From the Mets' perspective. From a
1: baseball perspective, I, it made sense to move on from Daniel Vogelback yeah. as he just clogged up the DH spot and did not provide much else. And lastly, Luis Giorme, who came as a little bit of a shock to me. Especially when we talk about one of the signings they did in a few minutes. Giorme, you know, he's your prototypical utility defensive replacement. Anything you get from him offensively is a plus. He had a good year in 2022, bad year in 2023. I think the major factor for this is he ran out of options. And he was sent down in 2023 for Mark Vientos. So maybe... The Mets just don't want to keep him around for that. Uh, since he has no options, you have to keep him around. He doesn't really provide much offensively, unfortunately. But he was a fan favorite, I would say. He's one of those, like, role-player guys that mm-hmm. your fans just fall in love with. Yeah. So I'm going to miss him and his beard and his fantastic defense. Luis Guillerme, I know you're listening. I miss
0: you. Oh, we miss you. <laughs> I mean, hey, Mets players have interacted with the podcast. Yes. One they have.
1: one Mets player. Yes. My goat. Still on the team, please. No. <laughs> I don't think so. My goat, Dennis Santana.
0: We love you, Dennis Santana.
1: But moving on from that, the good stuff, the meaty stuff. Would you like to introduce this first signing?
0: You want me to? I... You want me to? It, it, it's like
1: you're giving him to me. Like, just pa- okay. pass him.
0: Hassan. okay i know jeff Passon? jeff jeff passan, yes. jeff passan we signed jeff passan said, yo that's broken. <laughs> that broken um he could what if like a team okay this is going so off track what if a team signed jeff Passon just to stir shit up to what like what are like, you oh, citing the him the Mets. the meta signed yamoto a 10-year 200 million dollar deal so all teams back off Oh. Oh no. We're the only team that wants you. I guess
1: no one else wanted you. <laughs> what a shame.
0: Yeah. Luis Severino, the actual person that. Yes, the actual um, signing. <laughs> so, you signed him to a 1-year 14 million deer. 13. Close. Damn it. 13 million. 13 million dollars. <laughs> um, and at first I did not like it. I was like, "Oh, that's too much money to Yeah. Uh, but honestly, it doesn't matter. Like, right. it's one of those things of like. I think. I think what's most likely that happens is that he gets traded by the deadline. Really. I think that's. I don't see. Do you see the Mets like seriously competing for the playoffs?
1: It depends.
0: Because I think what's most. I think more likely than not. Not. Again, the off season has barely happened. The big moves hasn't haven't happened, so things can definitely change. Mm-hmm. But the way the Mets are right now, I don't see them making the playoffs. Oh yeah,
1: yeah. The way they're constructed, as we speak. That's what I'm saying. No way.
0: As they're constructed right now, they're not making the playoffs. So I most likely see them hoping he like catch lightning in a bottle and trade him at the deadline, as like a one year rental.
1: That's fair. That's fair. That makes sense. Uh, obviously the thirteen million dollar price tag is a little steep. Some might say, but. I would argue that that's the market right now. It is. I mean, Lance Lynn got ten million. Kyle Gibson. You hate Lance Lynn. He's just like the guy that I can compare the most to.
0: You hate Lance
1: Lynn. I don't hate him. He's just like, he was a bad pitcher and he got ten mil.
0: Yeah.
1: I mean, the thing with Lance Lynn is he at least pitches. Yeah. Like, yeah, he's gonna you know give up nine runs in three innings, but like,
0: he almost has two thousand innings. Right his career.
1: So, Lance Lynn pitches, not great, but he's on the mound. Kyle Gibson got, I believe, $12 million. Mm-hmm. Um, He's another back-tier, back-tier? Back-end, low-tier starter, but again, he takes the ball every fifth day. He can give you a good couple innings. Luis Severino, you're hoping for upside, obviously. Yeah. Uh, I am more concerned with injuries rather than production, if that makes sense. But the,
0: that doesn't mean that production isn't right. concerning, which is the bad part.
1: Right. So, again, I feel like you're signing him to be a 4 or 5 with an upside, you know, for a low 2, high 3. Mm. i do not not so sure if he's that ace-level caliber guy high. anymore. Unfortunately. Yeah, unfortunately. But, obviously, this is a...
0: The last time he's pitched over 102 innings was 2018.
1: Right. So, obviously, that's not exactly what you want from a guy like this. I was a little more surprised that they signed him because he doesn't pitch as much. Like, obviously, when he's right, he's one of the better pitchers. But personally, I think the Smets team needed guys who just – eats innings, and mm. Severino is the complete opposite Like,
0: you would have thought that. they got Lynn instead of Severino.
1: Right, maybe, because, like, obviously Lynn, you hope for a bounce back, maybe not an ERA starting with a five, hopefully, like, a low four or something like that.
0: Truly, the ERA wouldn't be a six, because huh. I know a pitcher that ERA last year did start with a six.
1: I, b- I believe we're talking about him right now.
0: We are talking about Luis Severino.
1: Yes. So... It's tough because, obviously, I, know, I see what they're going for. I do, too. But I just would have liked maybe someone else who
0: can kind of
1: – you know will take the ball every fifth day.
0: He lit up 23 home runs in 89 innings. Right. That is – Bad. Horrible. Bad. That's horrible.
1: You know what? That's the, a perfect segue into th- my next point. Can I just point. say one yeah. thing?
0: Last year, Garrett Cole led majors in letting up home runs with 33. But that's also with throwing like two hundred and twenty innings. Right. That is like that would be on pace to like double that. Yeah. But go on.
1: His xFIP, which brings into account how many home runs you let up essentially, meaning if so Severino, for all intents and purposes, had a twenty one percent home run to fly ball ratio, hmm. meaning twenty one percent of fly balls he gave up were a home run. His career average is 14.6%. So xFIP takes that into an account and basically brings it back to the mean if if those fly balls didn't go out, mm-hmm. you know, almost a quarter of the time and back to like league average. That's kind of where his ERA would stand. And his xFIP is 4.83, mm-hmm. which is not great, but it's a lot better than an ERA starting for 6.
0: It's also a thing of he had 14 last year in 102 innings. That's a lot. Yeah. He pitched six innings in 2021. He didn't pitch it <laughs> all in 2020. Right. 2019, he pitched three games for 12 innings. So it's like just recently, the home runs have been a concern. Definitely. Like I, I think it's hard to say. Like looking at career averages because he's not even close to that guy anymore. Right. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's like. It's just cuz I lo- let me get this on the record I absolutely love Seve. I loved him as a pitcher. His when he would get hype, love that. Yeah. But it's just it's so he's not that guy anymore. No, and it's like definitely. I don't I think it's one of those things like it's fine cuz like where the market is, but like I don't if any Mets fan expects him to be more like has like is penciling him for more than 4, like you're yeah. going to be severely disappointed. Definitely.
1: I, I your expectations should be limited for Severino.
0: They should be very low.
1: Yeah, everything, Anything else that he provides is a bonus. Obviously, just being healthy is, I feel like, step one. Mm-hmm. But going off of that. Are you yeah. done with
0: Severino or do you have more? I got more. You finish it up. Okay.
1: Then. His BABIP. Yes, because I am taking all these stats into play. You're trying to find something. I'm trying to find something. His BABIP which is batting average of balls in play in 2023 was 326 his career average which I know we just talked about is 290 so obviously there's a little bit of a bad luck involved a little bit tiny bit but so i don't think he's going to be nearly as bad
0: can't that also go in with the fly balls
1: you mean
0: like that was so high because he let up so many home runs right I think that's the – I think that's more – because when you watched him last year, it was hard contact after, hard, after right. hard. It wasn't like he was getting unlucky and like it was like hit or miss, like whatever. The right. Guys were teeing off him yeah. like over and over and right. over again. So I think that's – he just doesn't have the same stuff. Definitely. And I could be wrong, but off the top of my head, the Yankees, I would say the Yankees have a better defensive infield. Debatable. Regardless. So, okay, let's say it's about even. Sure. Let's just say that. So it's not like he's improving into, like, a significant... It's not like he's going from, like, one of the worst defensive infields to now one of the best. Right. So it's like... Yeah. Because you had a goal... You had... I'm pretty sure everyone in the Yankees' infield has won a gold glove at one point or another in their career. Right. So it's like... And then you also have a platinum glove in Rizzo. Obviously, he didn't play the entire time. Yeah. You had DJ, who's one of the most versatile defensively. You had... I just... It's not like he's getting – there's reason to believe that the numbers are going to come down, like, by a good bit. Right. I just think this is the type of pitcher he is now.
1: You think he's a six ERA pitcher?
0: Not six, but I don't think you can, like, look at the underlying numbers to say that he's has, like, a lot of regression – positive regression incoming. Right.
1: That's fair. That's fair. I think
0: – Like, I think, like, low fives, high fours.
1: And honestly, that's – if he's healthy, I think you take that. Which is not great. I'll,
0: I'll be shocked if there was more than a hundred innings. Yeah. Not shocked, I'll be surprised.
1: Yeah. But Severino. Low risk, I would say high reward. It's a one year deal. Yeah. If it doesn't work out, it doesn't work money,
0: out. Money especially on the team that's not contending, money does and especially with Steve Cohen, money doesn't matter on a one year deal. No, absolutely not. Are you done with Sevy? Because I I am. I think that honestly. His best path to success in my opinion is as a reliever. Mm-hmm. I just think that like there were so many times and like and I know you can't compare earlier in the career, but like yeah. earlier in the career he came up and he was almost like that weapon X out of the bullpen before he like solidified himself as a starter. Right. And he was great. If you can just focus on him throwing his fastball that he could throw a hundred plus miles an hour, I yeah. think that is where he will find the most success at this point in his career. Right.
1: But. Maybe. Maybe. That's Probably for the price tag. That's probably obviously not what they're looking for, but, you know.
0: I'm saying for the, more for the player. Yeah. Than yeah.
1: If things go sideways, maybe.
0: But May have more value in a trade. Maybe. Yeah.
1: So, we will see with that. But the next signing, which is not flashy by any means. N- none of these are. Joey
0: Wendell. I mean,
1: Severino, you can make an argument. I guess. I mean, at least Severino brings some decently high upside. He has
0: been elite at one point.
1: Right. Joey Wendell, on the other hand, he's been fine. You know, he's a role player. I don't know how I forgot this, or I guess I'm not shocked I forgot this. He was an all-star in
0: 2021.
1: Oh, I know. Yeah, so he's... Was with the Rays for a few years?
0: One, two, three, four, four years. He was with the Rays I for four years. I did not know he started with Oakland. Neither did I. That's why, like, before, like, we started recording, I was like, yeah. what? Yeah. like, I saw the was with, I just I yeah. had no clue about that. But go so,
1: on. he was four years in Tampa, which, obviously, appreciate sure he was pretty good against the Yankees, yes. if I remember I correctly. Then he got traded to the Miami Marlins, where he had two down years in a row, and they were pretty down.
0: The first year wasn't horrible. Yeah, eighty-five OPS plus. Like, yeah, that's not the same guy, but that's not right. horrible, especially right. considering he only played a hundred games. Right. Then a fifty OPS plus. That's right.
1: That's that's a little tough. So, Joey Wendell was signed for a one-year, two million dollar deal. This is the guy I was talking about. When I was talking about Luis Guillaume getting not intended. Because this is basically a Guillaume replacement. They're like the same person. They're a lefty, utility infielder that doesn't wear batting gloves.
0: He was drafted by Cleveland. Really? Yeah. Interesting. I have like five pages open. about him.
1: <laughs> but again, he was an all-star in 2021. So there, I feel like there's more upside there. So I think that's kind of the way they want it to go. Because with Guillaume, I kind of feel like you know what you're getting with him. With Wendell, at least you could maybe tap into something.
0: I don't think you guys have the devil magic.
1: Neither do I, which is why I'm not
0: so sure about this. I thought he was a lot better. Overall? Yeah, Yeah, as a late. Just because I'm so used to him absolutely smacking around the Yankees. Yeah. I thought he was a lot better. Yeah. Like, he was a guy, like, I wanted like, recently the Yankees to, like, trade for. Right. When it was, like, a trade deadline, stuff like that. But now, like, actually... That was before I actually looked, looked. at the numbers. <laughs> now that I'm looking at the numbers, no. no. But for $2 million, like yeah. you said earlier, one-year deals. Whatever. Money doesn't matter.
1: My only thing yeah. is, you're, it, they're basically the same player, Wendell and Guillaume. <laughs> Guillaume was set to make 2.6 in arbitration. So, I like, at that point, yeah. what's the difference? Again, I think Wendell does provide some more upside,
0: and I think it's the thing that we were saying was that I was saying with Severino. Let's say you guys don't make, you guys aren't in playoff contention. Yeah. I think that he would have more trade value than you are.
1: Probably, but it's just kind of like okay, I guess. Like, yeah. thanks for stopping by.
0: It's a weird. I, it was weird.
1: Yeah, I definitely agree. It.
0: Like I remember when you told me that they got him, you were like, okay.
1: Yeah, it, it, that's what I'm saying. Like, when this is kind of like. Alright.
0: Okay.
1: Cool. Bench guy.
0: Anyways. He's a
1: bench. yeah. He's a bench utility guy and that's like Cool. Got
0: it.
1: Thanks. Like
0: Yeah. Okay. We got our seventh infielder.
1: Right. So whatever.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh they the Mets have a lot of forty man spots to uh fill fill. I'm not sure where they stand now, but after the non tender deadline they were like at twenty eight. So there's like 12 spots there. And you know, you have Severino, Wendell, and the Mets made a flurry of waiver wire moves and minor league signings and split contract signings. I want to say a ma- majority of it was pitchers, bullpen guys, which makes sense. Uh, they got Cooper Hummel off of waivers from Seattle. And I think it was Tyler Heineman? Hi- he- Heineman? He- Heineman? Heine. <laughs> a catcher from the Blue Jays claimed off waivers as well. So again, Should I hope he doesn't
0: make an error because his Heiney is gonna get smacked.
1: I think it's Heineman. Heine? I, I think it's Heiney. I'm calling him Heiney. Okay.
0: I'm I'm a child.
1: Yes. So they're doing their due du- du- diligence in filling out you their 40 man spots. So you can't be mad. You have spots to fill. The big moves will come, yeah. hopefully.
0: And it's also like something to note too. Just because you sign these guys doesn't mean they're gonna be on the team. Right. You could just sign these guys as placeholders. Oh, say you actually get the guy you're going after. Okay. Bye bye. See ya. See ya. Right.
1: Especially those minor league contracts. Yeah,
0: like that. That that's just something to keep in mind that just because the Mets are signing so many guys doesn't mean they're like, All right, packing it in. Like this See this ya yeah twenty twenty six. Like these are the moves. Yeah.
1: This is it. Kyle Crick is your closer. Like, no. But
0: be crickets after all the home runs he gives up. Um, yeah, he's okay.
1: but you know, nothing flashy this week. A lot of fill in the blanks. Severino obviously highlights it all with because just because of the name, and obviously he just crosses the street and he's there. So cool, yeah. thanks, Stearns. I thanks for the news this week, at least to at least keep me entertained.
0: Confused.
1: Entertained and confused and yeah, other things. But that's all I got for signings. Now let's get into the good stuff, the better stuff, the rumors. Rumors. That changes every second.
0: I want to check my phone to make sure that there's not a new one.
1: Yeah, exactly. So first and foremost. The
0: Patriots elevated QB Malik Cunningham to their active roster for Sunday's game versus the Chargers.
1: Cool. How does this affect the Mets? Uh, Rumors. (laughs) Rumors. Mets rumors, baseball rumors, not NFL rumors. But apparently, which this makes sense, the, I don't want to say out, but the Mets are not really looking at Shohei Ohtani. Mm-hmm. They are looking elsewhere, elsewhere being Mr. Yamamoto.
0: Hmm. Sorry if my mic just uh, spazzed. Yeah, it happens. Because I, I tried like fixing the cord and I saw it like, right out, so... Sorry about that. I
1: apologize to your ears. But the Mets are not really looking at Otani, which I think makes sense, unfortunately. It was just a lot of bad timing all all between. Overall, you know, the Mets not being what they hoped they were. Otani getting hurt and requiring Tommy John. A lot of these things were just bad timing where the match didn't make as much sense. I may
0: disagree with you, but finish what you're saying. That was it. And this just could be like looking at the other side of playing devil's advocate. But those things may end up helping you later. Because all the stuff that I'm seeing is that he's going to take a short. It's like, it's not on. It's very possible he's going to take a short term deal. Mm. So that he would just be a hitter. Mm. So you're going to sign. Another team is going to sign him. He's only going to be a hitter for them. He's going to be that many years older, however long it is. By that time, you hope the Mets are ready to contend. Right. So that's when you give him the big deal. When one, it's going to be cheaper. Two, it's going to be more in your window, and you're not spending yeah. money on him when you're not competing.
1: Maybe I just don't necessarily believe he's going to take a shorter deal, even if he might. If he should, maybe. I just don't think it's going to happen.
0: Okay. Well, I've just a lot of stuff yeah. I've seen says that it's possible.
1: Definitely. So I, I think it. it Probably would be a smart thing to do, but obviously, I'm not Otani.
0: I can finally close out the Joey Wendell tabs. Yeah, exactly.
1: Good. <laughs> Go away. But my head. because they are not looking at Otani, obviously the focus is pitching, and Yamamoto is the top priority. Yes. So says everybody.
0: I was going to say, so says 20 teams.
1: Yeah, exactly. Uh, I think we've talked about Yamamoto enough. He's the guy that. Everybody has looked into, everyone has talked to. So please. And I have a
0: question for you about him. Should I say it for the Bronx or should I say it now? It's up to you. Is three hundred million too much?
1: If it's a ten year deal, no.
0: Okay. That's where I'm at too.
1: And but ten years for a pitcher scares me. Which we we've talked about we've this talked off camera. About the, yes. But it's just, it's unheard of. It's scary. Pitchers. It's
0: not
1: unheard of. A 10-year contract for a pitcher.
0: Cole is nine, but the way that it, the way that it yeah. works is that. It's if, basically 10. If he opts out, the Yankee says, no. It's, right. it's pretty much a way just for him to get more money. Right. And he gets a 10th. So that's essentially a 10-year deal. Yeah. So it's not unheard of, but.
1: Who else? That's what I'm saying. But Cole.
0: This is End a of guy list. at that pedigree.
1: Right. No, yeah, no, definitely. Because he's 25, it makes sense. It's just the fact of committing that much time and that much money to a pitcher who's... I'm not saying Yamamoto's fragile, but pitching in general is a very fragile position because of the the stress that he puts on his arm. Derek
0: Cole was 29 when he signed a 10-year deal.
1: Right, Yamamoto's 25. So a 10-year deal... Significant difference. Yeah, that wouldn't surprise me. It's just a little, like it has got to swallow it a little bit. kind of. You know, you're going to wince. It's like a shot. Yeah. Like, you're going to wince.
0: I don't care. But it's, it, To me, it's one of those things of this guy has championship experience. Yeah. He is – you can make an argument. I'm not saying I agree, but you can make an argument he's the best pitcher on the planet. There have been people – like, remember the WBC people were saying that? And they were talking about how he is the best pitcher on the planet.
1: I believe that was Roki Sasaki that they were talking about. Whatever. Jacob DeGrom also exists.
0: But he is one of the best pitchers on the planet. Yes. You give him the money. Yeah. I don't care. I do. It's that's, just, w- that's where we differ. It's one of those things that he could legitimately be that you guys don't have an anchor in that rotation. No. He would be your anchor in, in that rotation for the next 10 years. Him and Senga.
1: Debatable. They pitch very differently in Japan. They but pitch once a week. You can't rely on Yamamoto in the first year to be an anchor.
0: Uh, maybe not this year, but I'm saying over the length of the contract.
1: Maybe like in year three, sure. I just I don't think
0: he's the type of pitcher that translates though. The high strikeout.
1: Right. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying it's mean. a stamina thing. It's not a mm-hmm. pitch thing. Different round, different ball, different schedule. It's it's very different. I mean, look at Sanga. Compl- two different pitchers, but obviously came from the same place. Single so only pitched like one hundred and fifty innings because he was pitching every s- sixth day.
0: I'll fact check you in one hundred and sixty six. Still, that's
1: that's I wouldn't consider that
0: an anchor pitching. Yeah, but pitched twenty nine games.
1: Yeah. What's that like? I know that five not a innings lot a when start. You average it out, but still yeah.
0: twenty nine games.
1: Yeah, but when I think anchor, I think thirty two starts a year, nearing okay. two hundred innings. For your
0: first year, though, twenty nine when you're dealing with all that stuff, I'd say right. that's.
1: Yeah, that's not what I'm saying. All I'm saying is Yamamoto cannot be an anchor anytime soon because of the translation from Japan to MLB.
0: Well, you also have to realize he is. It's five point seven, so five and two thirds. It's actually a little bit above that, so it's almost round up to six. Right. For Senga. Right. Um,
1: but that also came with some growing pains in the beginning of the season where he barely got through five.
0: Mm-hmm. But he's also older than... Uh, this. Hear me, I want to say yeah. He is older, yeah. so he's not going to have as much stamina as Yamamoto. Sure. Yamamoto's younger, so he's yeah. going to have more stamina. His body's going to reco- recover quicker. Right. So I think that there's going to be a shorter learning curve when it comes to him and coming out of it I'd say that he's he's a better pitcher than Senga yeah because Senga only got 75 million Yamamoto's people are saying he's probably gonna get 300 plus right so I don't like Senga incredible pitcher coming out of Japan but I don't think they're the same caliber no definitely not so and
1: age definitely has
0: a factor into that
1: but enough about Yamamoto because we can go yeah on and on about him someone else that the Mets have checked on is another former Yankee Jordan Montgomery and he is apparently more likely of a target than a Blake Snell or an Eduardo Rodriguez. Blake Snell, thank God, want nothing to do with him. I don't either. Nothing to do with him. He ha- he is a very talented pitcher. Snell, yes, but he just is way too inconsistent, and I just do not want a long term long term contract. Does not make that sense guy. that
0: he has two he has more Cy Youngs than Garrett Cole? Also, yeah, that makes no sense. No.
1: And Eduardo Rodriguez, I feel like him and Jordan Montgomery are toss-up. Uh, I think Montgomery just has the better track record, obviously, now with the postseason. Again, my only issue with Montgomery is he had such a good postseason that he's going to get a lot more money than I would be willing to pay. But I like him as a pitcher. I think he would be a good add to the rotation. It's just all about the contract, mm-hmm. which I'm not sure where – they're pegging him to be but again I think he's a good two like good two really good three I just feel like he might be getting paid like ace level stuff which I just don't think is necessary
0: who do you like out of the two more between Montgomery and uh, Rodriguez
1: overall I'd probably rather Rodriguez just because of contract Money. yeah
0: okay and this could be bias. I think, um, like, Montgomery is a lot better than Eduardo Rodriguez. And it's also a thing of, like, he is a lefty. And for, like, the crafty lefty types, it does take them longer to get, like, to find their pitching style. Mm-hmm. So it could just be a thing of he found his pitching style. Right. Because let me – oh, my God. I hate how he's been on so many different teams. So it's, like, so funky on baseball reference with, like, his year so. Hang with me for a little bit. Twenty twenty one, he had a three eight ERA. Twenty twenty two, in total, he had a three four eight ERA. Twenty twenty three, in total, he had a three two.
1: Right. That's... so he's gonna get like a three and a half, which I would say is a good two, really good three. He's gonna get paid like a guy who's gonna consistently have a low three, high two. I. How much? Just...
0: What's your max on him? Including years. He's st-
1: I would s- he's, how? Yeah, how old is he?
0: He's 30 a month away from 31. So th- 31. let's say 31 when the season yeah. starts.
1: I would say, like, five years max at, like, 22.
0: Eduardo Rodriguez is about the same age. Four years.
1: Yeah, I would say, like... That's crazy. Five Five years around, like, the 22 range. Okay. I think he's just going to get, like you know, six, seven, so around, like, high 20s, like 28.
0: What is that, 110?
1: Something like that. Yeah. Right? Yeah, five years at 22, yeah, it's, that's 110. I, I, think, I think that's fair mm-hmm.
0: for Jordan Montgomery.
1: I just think he's going to get more.
0: Mm-hmm. And I could be wrong, but I think he's more durable than Rodriguez. Definitely. I think
1: Rodriguez comes with more risk. Yeah. But they profile very similar. Yeah. You know, they're both lefties. I think they have similar pitch. Um, What's it called? Yes. And their numbers are similar, as in, like, strikeout rates, walk rates, stuff like that. I believe they're pretty comparable. Mm. So when you take all those things to account, I just think Rodriguez is going to come cheaper. Therefore, I would rather Rodriguez. Mm. But, again, I would not mind. I would not mind. I would Mm
0: -hmm. not mind.
1: Montgomery, it's just the contract that bothers me. Got it, no problem. And obviously, he's shown that he can pitch in New York and in the postseason. So that's a plus.
0: Not if you ask the Yankees. Yes,
1: yeah, so apparently to the Yankees, he wouldn't even make the roster. So, And then another lefty, the last lefty we'll talk about, that the Mets have apparently checked, on, checked in on, that we haven't talked about, I don't think, at all, which is a shock. Shoto Imanga. Manga?
0: We talked about it off camera, but yeah, not yeah, on,
1: a... on, on. I don't think we talked on air or whatever you want to call this. He's another left handed pitcher from Japan. He is currently posted. Just give me Team Japan at this point.
0: Yes, yeah, here's. Sign Yamamoto. They won the WBC. Sign
1: Yamamoto. Sign a manga. You have Sangha. Sangha can teach him.
0: I have a similar narrative.
1: Six man rotation. Boom. Let it play out.
0: Wasn't he a reliever? He's a starter. Who am I thinking of?
1: There's another Japanese pitcher who is a reliever. I just Who's a lefty? I don't know. I think he's a righty.
0: No, nah, the reliever's a lefty. Then I have no idea. What What's his name?
1: This guy? Yes. Shoto? Oh, Shota. Shota.
0: Okay.
1: In manga. I-M-A-N-G-A. Got that spell.
0: Okay. Um, I'm pretty sure this guy's a closer. This I guy could be is a, so wrong. This guy's but... a starter sending sending, sending sending sendings, okay, I'm wrong, yes, I know i <laughs> I just i I was thinking of someone else, you I just don't trust it. me, it's fine,
1: I get it,, yeah. whatever, i I'm just lying straight to your face,
0: yeah,
1: ooh, what's ooing
0: go go on, go on,
1: I didn't have time to look up his numbers, so that's all I got, so what's ooing you
0: you want me to i' tell- t- I'll tell you his numbers from this year,
1: yeah, I think I like a two eight if so I'm not wrong
0: you're are Incorrect. Oh. Sad face. Higher or lower? Higher. 266.
1: Oh. Even better.
0: But, one thing that, I just want to look at both of these, um, just so that I can... Okay. One thing that may be a little concerning to some yeah. people, for me it's not that big of a concern. Him and Yamamoto are both five ten.
1: Oh, whatever.
0: I I I yeah. didn't know if you had an opinion on it. No. So Be,
1: being being a shorter guy myself, could not care less. Yeah. If you've if you have the track record, then you have the track record. I mean, I don't like him, but look at Strowman. Yeah. He's what? I think he's five ten as well, maybe shorter. Mm-hmm. And
0: I'll say like five
1: nine. Something like that. Yeah. Sonny Gray short. Right, and they've been. Good pitchers. Sonny Gray just got paid by the Cardinals. Yeah. So that doesn't bother me. But I know some people do have
0: okay. an issue with just them. interesting to note because yes. I was looking at his page, I saw five ten. Yes. But whatever.
1: You guys are just haters.
0: God yeah, damn right. If you're under if you're under six foot, like what are you doing? Wear heels.
1: <laughs> Anyways, moving on. <laughs> moving on, going away from free agency, more looking at trades. I am starting to believe and think and understand why. Do not expect big trades from the Mets this offseason. I think that's pretty safe to say. Uh, A lot of things that I've read, a lot of executives still don't think they have the depth in the farm system to trade away for some guys, which I would agree with. Mm -hmm. I think if you're going to trade for a Soto or maybe a Dylan Cease, or a Glass now, et cetera, et cetera. You're going to have to give up one of those top ten guys when I don't think the farm is in the position to do so yet. So I would think from a trade standpoint, you're not going to see big trades. But, you know, maybe some... If
0: Soto had more years, completely different story. Yeah, definitely. But with him only having one year and essentially guaranteed he's not going to resign, that... It makes no sense. I don't sense. think it's worth it, no. no. sense for the Mets trade form. No.
1: So, I know some people might find that disappointing, but I think that's pretty understandable. And obviously, Cohen has preached sustainability, and you need a farm system to stay sustainable. You do. But, I think it's more. I whoop. think
0: it's more likely, and I don't think it's like it's going to happen, but if you do trade, you'd be the one trading away players.
1: Probably. Yes. I don't
0: think it's going to happen, but yeah. I think... If anything, that's more likely than right. you trading for Big name I players.
1: Yeah, I think it's more of a. You're going to trade a maybe Jeff McNeil for that's maybe a, con, a young, controllable starter. That's probably the way they're going to go if they're going to go the trade route.
0: And since we're talking about that, your opinion on the chance that Alonzo gets traded? It's not happening. I was going to say point, 0.001. Yeah. Just because you can never rule anything out, but no. it's. Uh,
1: just a. It, even from just bias aside, obviously, I love Alonzo, but just from a s- article standpoint, I just ev- everything I've seen, I just don't think it's happening. Mm-hmm. But to wrap things up, the winter meetings start this weekend. Uh, today is Saturday, so I believe they start on Sunday. So when this goes up on Monday, maybe some things will happen, maybe some things don't. But the winter meetings are really when things really start to kick into another gear. Last year at the winter meetings, the Mets signed Verlander, they signed Quintana, they traded for Rayleigh. So winter meetings is the exciting point yep. of the off season. But that is all I have for
0: Queens. That's all I got. That's all you got. Now want. to the fun part. And to the fun part. Bronx. 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 <laughs> Now entering the Bronx. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Bronx. Yeah, Yeah. um, so
1: not as eventful,
0: not as eventful, but also more potential, a lot more potential to be eventful. Yeah, so let's start it off with. I'll start with, yeah, I'll just go, I'll go and uh. Chronological order. Okay. So the Yankees, their non tender deadline happened. There wasn't mo- the, um, what's it called? The Rule 5 draft, that happened. Nothing really eventful happened. A lot, like a couple, like lower level guys in the farm system, like signed with other people, yada yada yada, like no real big deal. Um, and as you could tell, Nicholas O'Brien, his stepped away. Welcome back, Nicholas O'Brien.
1: No, I didn't. You're lying.
0: You're, I'm lying, yeah. yeah. I'm like I checked the camera.
1: No. Nope. The
0: what really happened replay. No. The progress. No, that <laughs> is. Let's look. Yeah, let's let's check the replay. <laughs> Anyways. Um, you owe me see store cookies. Um no, I Yeah. So where was I going? Was I Ooh. going the non tender? Yeah, I was going non tender route. Yeah. So the they had an option to tender guys contracts. Pretty much, it's a thing of if they're on arbit. It's only if they're on arbitration. Right? Yes, correct. They could say like, oh. We don't want to give you a contract just because the money's not going to be worth it. It essentially is a thing of, like, we're not going to get any value out of you in trades. We think the money you're going to make is too much money. We could easily replace you. Sayonara. Yeah. So, the Yankees non-tendered four people. Um, I think they non-tendered... No, it was four. It was four. Um, So, first off, right-handed pitcher, Albert Abreu. Sayonara. Never want to see you again. He's going to find some way to make it back onto this team. (laughs) I don't know how, but right now, bye-bye. My only contract incoming. Um, (laughs) um, Anthony Misiewicz, which I'm pretty sure, I could be wrong, is one of the two players they traded for at the deadline. Mm. No longer on this team.
1: Good job, Cashman.
0: Lou Trevino. Also non-tendered. Good job, Cashman. Who was room. a part of the Frankie Montas trade, who also barely pitched for this team.
1: Good job, Cashman.
0: And Jake Bowers. Um, Jake Bowers, he was good for what he was. He got put in an unfair situation. That's fair. Where yeah. they were hitting him in the three hole, having him as an everyday player, when that's just not the type of player he was. Definitely. Like, a lot of people love to, like, hate on Bowers. That's just not who he is. Right. It's the Yankees' fault for building such a poorly constructed roster. Amen. That he's put in a situation where he's not going to succeed, mm-hmm. and that I think that's such a big fallacy of sports that if a guy's not a superstar and they suck, that um. I'm getting a phone call. All right. Sorry for that little interruption. Um. Spark notes. Jake Bowers. He got put in an unfair situation. Not really his fault. Yeah. Not gonna blame him. I wish him the best yep. wherever he ends up going. Yep. Um, so that's really it, like for the long time ago, like the last two, two like weeks. two weeks ago. Yeah. Catching that up. Yankees signed a new bench coach. Brad Osmus. Osmus, I think that's how you pronounce the name. Sure. Um, he was a bench coach with the Oakland Athletics last year. Um I know he had some experience with front office and he was going to take a job with another front office, but um, the Yankees offered him a job, so he took the job instead. Um, There's something interesting about that. Th- I didn't know about this, but he got drafted by the Yankees oh, that's pretty in cool. 1987, had an ni- uh, 18-year career. Oh, wow. Yeah. Nice. For something be- interesting. For Been coach, around, right? knows. He's dealt with a lot of different characters yeah. on his teams, dealt with like pretty much everything, so I think that's, that's pretty the good. type of guy you want as a bench coach. Definitely, Just a guy that... It's been around. And he knows a lot guy, of I feel, yeah, exactly. That's all I have for really like news.
1: Concrete. Like news. anything
0: concrete. But we're going in to the fun stuff. I'm style. going right into the big one. Oh, I'm big going fish. Right into the big one. Okay. There is, in my opinion, way too much smoke for Juan Soto not to be a Yankee yeah. by the end of like. Next couple weeks, yeah, there it's just like I've n- the only time I'll see like this much smoke on players is when the Yankees are gonna get them. Garrett Cole, there was this much smoke, Carlos Rodon, there was this much smoke. Just guys like that, when there's like just so much that it's just the, the phase they're in of trade talks. Let me recap everything that happened, yeah. I think that's a good idea. That's a good idea. So, yesterday, Andy Martino, um, who I like to think... I think that he's, like, pretty solid with New York. I think he has, like, a, a feel for New York. I know yes. you may have, like, differing opinions. He's hit
1: or miss for me, but mm-hmm. he definitely has sources.
0: Other people have also... Like, the athletic has also confirmed what he's saying. Yeah. But he was the first one that, like, kind of came out with all this stuff. So, I'm just going to be, like, doing... So, all these tweets about Soto are from Andy Martino... So, he said that the Padres are... Well, first off, before I get into that, a couple days ago, the Padres were asking for Dominguez and Volpe. Right. That's already off the table. Yeah. The Padres are asking for Michael King, plus money for Juan Soto and Trent Grisham, and as many as six prospects um, from the Yankees, such as Randy Vasquez, Joni Brito, Um. And then he said, like, a couple hours later, what could ultimately lead the... He said the the talks stalled. Then he said, what could ultimately lead the Yankees and Padres closer to an agreement are talks center around Clark Schmidt and other prospects. Dominguez, Volpe, Praza, Wells, Torres currently not included. And then he said that... Like, a couple things. So, yeah... He said, yes, Soto is special, but a lot of industry folks wouldn't give up King for one year of him. If they think they get a deal done from another club... This is a quote from an executive, just like an unnamed executive. If they think they could get a deal done from another club, like the one they're asking for from the Yankees, they should do it right now. Then another one said, another executive said, holy crapola, that's too much. (laughs) Which is something that, like, I... I don't want to give up Michael King for Soto. But if it's get Juan Soto, but you have to give up Michael King...
1: So be it. Okay. Yeah.
0: I would much rather give up Clark Schmidt, just because I think that Michael King's upside is higher than yeah. Clark Schmidt, just because his stuff is a lot better overall. He's been a starter before. Right. And he showed a lot, lot like, the last couple of months. Yeah. I would much rather give up Schmidt than, um, than Michael King. But if yeah. you have to give up King... So be it.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, I'll let you talk.
1: So, I believe that I am more conservative when it comes to trades. I think that's just kind of where my mind goes. But, I don't think that. What was it? It was Michael King and six other prospects. Joni
0: Burrito and Randy Vasquez were two of the names mentioned.
1: Correct me if I'm wrong, but that sounds like a bunch of nothing to me. If I'm the Padres, no way in hell am I accepting an offer like that.
0: There probably had to be like a Thorpey involved. Right. Like I
1: think Thorpey has to be involved in this trade. I he's think he's the
0: center. Him, I think he would be the centerpiece in right. any potential deal.
1: I think it's Thorpey King slash Schmidt, and then.
0: Takeshima, he's better. Right,
1: and then maybe like another. Top
0: fifteen guy, maybe. I still think it's gonna be a little more than that.
1: Right. But. I think if you're eating Grisham's money, because. Mm-hmm. That's another thing. So. Yeah, I think that you may be able to get, be mm-hmm. like those three prospects. That might. They help also were the asking down. for money. The Padres. I forgot to mention right. that, too. Right. So, I think that might be more doable. Trent Grisham, though. I don't like him that much. Yeah, that's a little bit of a surprise. Like, I know the Yankees need outfield help, more so in center field. But... I know
0: why they're doing it. Yeah. Because they're thinking of it as a stopgap until Dominguez gets back. Right. But my counterpoint is people are going to get hurt. Yeah. Stan's going to get hurt at one point in this mm-hmm. year. You know that's inevitable. So, I would much rather, and obviously, if they, if you get Grisham, if it takes, if you have to say the only way you get Soto is you get Grisham, okay. Kay. yeah. I don't care. But I would rather, if possible, I would rather give up more and not get Grisham. Yeah. Because I think that even getting a, like, I think that the logjam will sort itself out mm-hmm. if you end up signing two outfielders. Yeah. I just think that there's so much talking about Soto to the Yankees, Soto to the Yankees, Soto to the Yankees. They've right. been tied to him for so long. Right. The only reason the Yankees didn't go all in on him from the Nationals is because the Nationals didn't like the Yankees' prospects. Right. Everything that I'm seeing now is that the Padres like the Yankees' prospects the most. Yeah. I have it like, there have been teams that have been thrown out, but none that have been talked about this much.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's it's been Yankees, 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 and then...
0: Blue Jay. Maybe. Yankee, 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 right.
1: Yankee. Maybe Blue Jays. Maybe Giants, but they don't want to trade into the division. Yeah. The Mets are not looking at him. I think.
0: Same thing with the Dodgers. Cubs. Into I think
1: I saw once. Thanks. Once. But yeah, it's been Yankees or nothing. It's been yeah. Padres and Yankees talking. Yankees and Padres talking. But Soto, Yankees. Yankees, Soto. Hmm. Like,
0: and the talk stalling, I, that doesn't worry me at all. Mm hmm. I think that's just negotiating. Like, Mm -hmm. that's just the negotiating process. Because I just think that it is so good that the asking price went down significantly in two days. Right. To me, that means that they made significant progress Mm -hmm. on a trade. Or at Mm -hmm. least in negotiations. Right. Because if you're going from, like, because that's, like, like five times less value. Mm. Like, way more than that. You are lowering the asking price significantly. Yeah, I think that they are relatively close to a deal. A lot closer than any other team is.
1: My only that doesn't mean that it gets done.
0: Yeah, that's not. I'm not saying it's a guarantee, but I just yeah. Go on.
1: My only counterpoint to that is with the winter meetings because we did talk about this off camera. I think AJ Preller and the Padres are going to take this chance to talk to Boris and Soto about an extension. Whether it is financially viable or not, I think it would be malpractice for AJ Preller not to try to extend Soto before trading him.
0: The only thing, and I didn't say this when you said that because I didn't have the information. Yeah. Everything I'm seeing is that Soto is not going to take an extension pretty much no matter what. Yeah. So I think that's almost a thing of like, it may be like a five-minute conversation. Right.
1: Like, extension? No? No. All right.
0: All right, where do you want to go? Right. So that's just... I don't really see that as possible. And even then, I only saw That's that true. lasting at max a day or two. So then yeah. you still have like two or three more days at the winter meetings. That's right. I definitely see something. Because every time they don't make the playoffs, they've made these huge moves. they made these aggressive moves and all that. Everyone talks about like the CC, the Pettit, offseason, all that. No one talks about the offseason where, granted, some of these moves didn't work out. You had Ellsbury, Carlos Beltran, James McCann, so many guys that were like those top tier guys, uh, Tanaka. That they are going. They, I believe that they have at least two big moves that they're gonna make. I think that's fair. And I think that just I don't see a way a world in which Soto is not one of them.
1: Yeah. At this point, I'd be shocked if he goes anywhere else. Yeah. Which is annoying. But hey, I love it. Out of out of the National League, I guess, which doesn't really matter anymore. Yeah.
0: Regardless, um. <laughs> do you have anything else on Soto?
1: No, it's just it's a waiting game at this point. You know, it's depends who you talk to, when you talk to him. These things are very fluid. So what was was reported last night can be completely different than today. Yes. And, but, and keep
0: in mind we are recording this at five twenty three on Saturday.
1: Right. So if we miss anything on Sunday, I'm going to be very mad. No. Yes. But. I think, again, these things are very fluid, but I do think the winter meetings are going to give some clarity, mm-hmm. at the very least. If not, if not a deal, at least a clarity on what's going on. Mm, I agree. But that's
0: all I got. I was just gonna add like a little bit more. I was just gonna get your thoughts. This is a one year rental. Yes. He's not gonna sign an extension. Yes. But that does not mean that he is not gonna be signed long term. Right. It could be a thing of I. I think this is almost a good thing. Mm-hmm. In a sense, this is almost a good thing because you can see how he plays in New York. That's always mm-hmm. been one of the big things that you don't know how they're going to be in New York. You don't, It's recording, right? Yes. Thank God. I saw you <laughs> I was just the computer. I was like, please, <laughs> please, please. Um, no, but you don't know how he's going to be in New York. Yeah. This gives you an excuse because he's not going to cost that much for a generational player that mm-hmm. is 25 years old. Remember, he's 25 years old. Yes. Um, Because that will get me to another point. Uh-huh. But it just doesn't make sense yeah. to not get him. There's way too much smoke. Yeah. He's a lefty. He isn't a outfielder. He is quite literally like one of the best. If the Yankees get him, they have the two best outfielders in baseball, and it's not close. Mm. When Acuna. you include hitting. Mm. Who would you say is better than Soto?
1: Acuna. Betts. Maybe.
0: That's an infielder now, though. No, he's not. He's been playing second a lot more. He
1: is still, so, for all intents and purposes, he, he is didn't a right, right fielder. Did he
0: literally say that he wanted to play second base a lot more?
1: I don't know. There was a quote. He was of playing him saying, right field in the playoffs. That's all a I quote care of about. Him
0: saying that he wanted to play second base a lot more. Mookie Vets is an outfielder, for all intents and purposes. I, I think people forget how generational Soto is.
1: I I don't disagree. I just. I. I like Acuna. Acuna brings a little more well-roundedness. Maybe not as good as a hitter, but Acuna can play defense. Acuna can steal bases. You have me talking good about Acuna. Like, there has to be something here. <laughs> like, Soto is not good defensively.
0: Yeah, I'm not going to argue that.
1: Right, that's fine. But as you're saying best outfielder, Soto is not a good outfielder. He's a good hitter.
0: Well, I'm saying overall.
1: I would still take Acuna because of defense. Acuna can a- actually run to a ball.
0: I just think that plate discipline of Soto is so just unmatched. Yeah, of course. That it's like to me, like I am more than okay with him not getting to ball a I, couple balls. I
1: I would be too, but so I just I just don't agree that best two outfielders. But that's Judge, not the you can't point. disagree on Judge though. No, 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 no okay. of course not. But okay. that's besides the point. It would still be a very good duo. Yes, at the very least, top. Top three. Top two. And it's not one.
0: <laughs> what? I don't know. I was saying, like, because you said <laughs> yes, bets and Acuna, so I was just saying, I was helping. I know, <coughs> Anyways, um, Anyways. <laughs> all right, that's it for Soto. Undecoded Ballinger. Not a lot of news on Ballinger, but I have him as a segue. Okay. There isn't a lot of news. No- so, as I was saying, not a lot of news. Yep. The l- few news I have said is they're kind of looking in other directions, Good. which... I don't. Good. Let me. Good job. I like Bellinger. I don't. But for his price tag, I think there's better players. Bingo. I think, and I told you this yesterday, I walked into your room, I said this, and then I left. Yeah. I think jung Hu Lee is going to be the biggest value signing of the offseason. Yeah. I will stand by that until I die.
1: That's fair. If you're going to spend money on an outfielder, I'd much rather go get Jung Hoo Lee than Cody Ballinger.
0: That's my thing with, if you're sign- if you're trading for Soto, I would much rather trade for Soto, give up a little more, and then get Lee as well. Mm. Cause there yeah, been some, I saw some that Lee was only expected to get like five years, fifty.
1: Right. Yeah. Are you? That seems me? low. Are you but kidding me? Yeah.
0: Okay. There's a posting fee of ten, fifteen million. Still. So, okay. S-
1: yeah. I mean, how much did uh, Yoshida get?
0: He got a lot more than yeah. that. Yeah. I think. I think all said and done with posting fees, it was about like ninety five, one hundred mil.
1: Right. Uh, five years fifty seems low, but yeah, I'm just saying. Yeah, no, I, yeah, I yeah, thought yeah. it
0: would have been more like five. I thought I think I thought it, it, it would have been closer to Senga.
1: Yeah, like a five seventy five type. Yeah, yeah, like fifteen AAV, agree. five years, six I w- years. I would tend to
0: agree. Um, but also like he's he is Korean and. Right. People from the KBO mm. are viewed differently because it's a lower competition. Right. Um, but I also don't care. Um, <laughs> <laughs> just, he is, he would be one of the best contact hitters in baseball. If contact is, like I was saying with strikeouts, how strikeouts translate from overseas, contact translates overseas. That just pure bat to ball skills, he would cost about a fourth of what Bellinger right. would do. Play center field. I could be wrong. I'm pretty sure he's won gold gloves in his career. 25 years old. That's going to be a trend with the people that I'm saying to get. Mm-hmm. And just...
1: He makes so a lot more sense.
0: It's such a completely different look. Yeah. Because you just slot him into leadoff. Mm. No, no questions about it. There you go. Leadoff. Then you have Judge second. Soto three. And then what you want to do with the rest of the lineup is going to be interesting. Do whatever you want. <laughs> but just... Yeah, that's May like a lot more sense. Because that, put, that puts DJ in such a good run producing situation when you have three guys that get on base, on base, on base, on base, right. on base. Just. Yeah.
1: yeah. A one, two, three like that would be great.
0: Be incredible. Um, and he isn't. It's not like he's a speed demon, but it's also not like he's slow as Molasses. I think yeah. he only has had like 12, 10 solo in base the last couple of right. years. But he also plays center field, so you know he it's almost like, um, what's-his-face on the Mets? Uh, oh,
1: what's-his-face.
0: The center fielder. Why can't I think of his name? I
1: can't believe you forgot his name. I'm, not, I'm not even going to help Nemo. you. No. Yeah, there you go.
0: He was, yes. was on He's thumb.
1: fast. He just cannot steal bases for his life.
0: I feel like it's a thing like that. Yeah. Where it's just like, he's not going to be an issue on the base pass whatsoever. We're like, DJ, great leadoff hitter. He's not fast. Right. And, like, obviously, that's not the end-all, be-all. Yeah. But I'd much rather him be in that run produce like, that four or five. I wouldn't even mind DJ a clean-off Right, it wouldn't be traditional, but I think it would work. If I you
1: think have, it's like what the Phillies do with Alec Bohm. He, I'm pretty sure he was hitting cleanup for a while. Yeah, because he just he, he's an RBI producer. He gets yeah. runs in.
0: People say what you want DJ, about RBIs, but D, RBIs are not a negative. Yeah, you cannot knock a guy for hit for having a lot of RBIs. Yeah, that you cannot. I don't think you can knock a g- most of the time, I don't think you can knock a guy for not having a lot of RBIs, but right. you can't knock a guy for having RBIs. He yeah. did his job. Like Right, right. Just
1: Yeah, that would make sense.
0: And then, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll finish out with just the rumors, because I have a theory, but I'll do my theory later. Okay. The third 25-year-old that I think that the Yankees are connected heavily to. Okay. Oh, I forgot to mention. For Lee, the Yankees, Giants, and Padres are seen as, like, the big people for it. Padres, where are they going to get the money from? That's what I'm saying. <laughs> Giants, that makes sense. Makes sense, yeah. But I don't see where the Padres Pot are going to get their money from. Um. But, yeah. Mm. Yamamoto. The guy. He said that uh, – Jeff Passan said that the Yankees seem like the favorites to land him. He said that there's a good chance that they land Yamamoto and Soto, which – just based off Cashman, Hal's track track record, when they don't make the playoffs, they get the best guys on the market. Yeah. I don't – I see that trend continuing because continuing, I also don't think the Mets are going to get him.
1: Yamamoto? I just – I think Why? it's going to be
0: a two-team two race, but just, like, the stuff you were saying about how, like – and I know this wasn't, like, Stern, so, like, you'd much rather, like, three starters and kind of, like, spread that money around than just two starters – I think that would help a team like the Mets more, but I also could see, I, let me rephrase, I could see the Mets getting him, but I see it more likely the Yankees do.
1: This is one of the times where it depends who, where, and why you're talking to somebody, mm. because a few days ago, John Heyman in an article said that the Mets are the favorites to Yan- land yeah. Yamamoto, so who Jeff the hell Passion knows? Saying that now it's right. So Passion says Yankees. Heyman says Mets. Unnamed executive says Mets. Unnamed executive says Yankees. It's going to come down to the two of them,
0: I think. It's it's just going to come down to money. And I don't...
1: And if it comes down to money, he's going to be a Met. I don't know. That's how I feel. Just because
0: the Mets... Not that the Mets aren't in a position to spend money, but they have to look towards the future. Obviously, he would help you for the future. Yeah. But... It's just a tough thing because mm. we've never seen a full on out bidding war between Stevie Cohen yeah. and Hal Steinbrenner. Yeah. We've never seen a full on bidding war, so we don't know who would win. Right. Like you could say you could say like yeah. oh, Uncle Stevie. Yeah, but he wasn't really bidding against anybody. Anybody. He wasn't he was just like, here's money, here's money, here's right. money. He wasn't actually in a bidding war. Yeah. There was no politics going on. There was none of, so we don't know who would realistically win. Yeah. It's just
1: It's all talk.
0: Yeah. So um, Christmas or Halloween lights just fell down. Okay. Um, yes, we have Halloween lights still yes, up. It's, um, it's
1: basically Christmas lights.
0: They're orange.
1: Orange is a Christmas color. <laughs> I'm colorblind, um, it's fine.
0: On that note, actually. No. Okay. I was, gonna, I was about to say. Um,
1: <laughs> it's orange because the Mets are y- getting Yamamoto. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. That's all right. Yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: Um. We're not no. gonna know until he signs. We are. That's was, that's really where the comes down to. I was gonna, gonna to. say
0: that. We he I don't I see him signing within the next, like, three weeks, three, four weeks yeah. about that. Because what's going to happen, he's not going to meet with the team and sign on the spot. Mm. He does not know the teams. He doesn't know the culture. It's not like he's played in every team. He doesn't know the cities that well. He's going to tour. He's going to w- get wine and dine by all the different teams. Go on.
1: He said he doesn't care about that. He's, he's not doing that. He's not? No.
0: Everything I saw was that he was gonna like talk to like all the teams, hear all hear like all their pitches and go like. Yeah, there.
1: I mean, yeah, but like the whole like going to the stadium. Maybe not wine and dine. Tour. That was like a little. Yeah, I think but... the most it's gonna be is he's going to talk to them.
0: That's kind of what I meant. That's that, it. That's yeah. more what I, I.
1: Yeah, it's. I think Sanga went on like that tour kind of mm-hmm. thing, but I don't think Yamamoto is.
0: Yeah. But he's going to want to talk to every team. Yes. Which is which is fair. It makes sense. So yeah. don't expect it to be like right now there's a lot of teams in the mix. Right. That's going to get trimmed down within the next couple days. Right. I think significantly once the winter when meetings a meeting, are over so I think it's going to be like a three team race. Win- and right now it's said it's like a 12 team race.
1: Right. The winter meetings will clarify all. Oh. Yes. Some Especially dominoes when he's were falling.
0: Oh. Yeah, the blue ones. Forget. The Rockies? Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs>
1: oh. Otani and Yamamoto to the Rockies. And Soto. Um, and, so. and Bellinger. While you're at it, why not?
0: Yeah. Seriously. Um. Yeah. But that's all it for the rumors.
1: Oh yeah, theory time.
0: I told you I had a new favorite player. That if the Yankees don't get, if the Yankees don't get Soto, oh. they don't get Bellinger. Uh huh. And. Even if they miss out, even if they get Yamamoto, I still think this is a good thing. It's a package deal. For two, for hitter and a pitcher. I want you to guess what the package is.
1: Hitter and a pitcher: Dylan Cease and Luis nope. Robert. Okay. Who else is available? Not trading with the Rays. Shane Bieber. Nope. No. Better pitcher. Better pitcher.
0: On Corbin court. Burns. Yes. And an outfielder? On the Brewers. On the Brewers, obviously. Corbin Burns. You're overthinking this.
1: And Yelich? Yes. You're just stealing my idea. You said that? Yes! Not the Burns thing, but Yelich.
0: Well, that's what I. No, but that's. Yes, yes, yes. Go ahead. Because this is a guy that I've loved for years. Mm-hmm. His numbers are a lot better than I thought. Who? Yelich.
1: Yes! That's why I said it. But you called me crazy. I did. You well, not crazy, but like you're like on the offensive. If I remember correctly. Anyways,
0: I don't remember talking about this. Um, we definitely did. Anyways, just all of the number. I think that he fits the Yankees so well
1: because he's a lefty outfielder.
0: <laughs> he is a more expensive Jung Hoolie. Mm. That is the way that I see him. That's fair. He had, let's, where is this? Where are you? His
1: 2023 savant page is very red. And it is
0: and very it, it, good. It
1: makes me happy.
0: It is so much better than I thought.
1: Yes, that's why.
0: So much better.
1: He still can't hit lefties. I will say that. I don't care. But.
0: That's why you have Judge. That's yeah. why you have Stan. It doesn't matter. Right.
1: The ghost of Stan.
0: Still. <laughs> all the numbers are great. Yeah. I don't care if he doesn't hit a ho- lot of home runs. He's gonna luck into a couple at Yankee Stadium. I just think it's also a thing of the Brewers are trying. They they have to rebuild, or not. Well, I'm saying like maybe not have to, but they have to like shed salary, kind of yeah. like retool.
1: Retool. I would say retool.
0: Yelich isn't realistically a part of their future.
1: I I yeah. They I mean Corbin they, Burns.
0: Yeah. yeah. You're either gonna give him a bag or you're gonna trade him. Yeah. I don't see them giving him a bag. Definitely. So I just think it's a thing of you can get so much value by trading those two, especially if you take on some of Yellich's money.
1: Most. I'm not saying
0: – you're no. saying they the, – Not all of it, most. The Brewers or – No,
1: the Yankees, most. Oh, I was
0: saying, like, the Brewers take on, like, a fourth.
1: I feel like you would have to pay more then. if them. If you want Burns and Yellich – Yes. No, I know. Yeah. I the believe. Yankees have to take on, like, three – quarters of that contract.
0: That's what I was saying. I was saying the Brewers hold a quarter. Oh, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. That's what I'm saying, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely, definitely. Definitely. Definitely.
0: So that's like, I just... Definitely. Because this is a guy that I've loved for years. Back to his Miami days. Yeah. I think, like, the only thing that's cause for concern is contract. He isn't a free agent until he's 38.
1: To, it's like, what, five more years, I think? Six more, so I think. Like longer. I think it
0: was like 20... Like 2028,
1: 20, 2029. 20, Which, eh,
0: it's like five, five years. six years. That is a little concerning. Yes. I will say that. Yes. But I definitely think he is the guy that fits them so well. Because he's also... Look, what is that? 70 or 70? <laughs> 70th percentile in sprint speed. So he's a fast guy. hmm Going to play a good left field. The only issue... That he has as a defender is his arm. Yeah. I don't care. Right. Make the plays and you're fine. If you... I care so much more about you getting to a ball, making the plays you're supposed to, mm-hmm. than your arm. Yeah. Obviously, an arm, incredible about va- Incredible. Right. But I don't really...
1: Yeah. It's... You can do without... You can make it without it. Yeah. You'll be okay.
0: Just this... It's also going to be the best lineup he's been in in a while, especially if you yeah. get like a Sordo early. He's going to have a lot more protection, protection than he's ever had. So I just reunite him with Stanton. Let's call day. Don't bring Azuna yeah. back. <laughs> don't 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 get Azuna. Might as well just whole no, reunion. No 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 just no. let make no, that
1: Marlins outfield again. No. Yeah.
0: Oh, did you know that Sordo was in that outfield?
1: Yeah, really. He was. Yeah. Weird. Do I don't it. Don't remember. Do it.
0: Um, yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. I just think that that's because Corbin Burns is still an elite pitcher. Yeah, no, he will give you an elite year, and it's almost like my Soto logic that okay, if you want to resign him, sure. Right. But now at least you're gonna know if he can pitch in New York or not.
1: Yeah, definitely.
0: And just I think that it's.
1: It may, I think it makes sense, but yes. it will cost. I don't care. I know you don't. You don't care. You don't care about anything, apparently. You I just, don't. you just, you just want to play franchise and trade for all the players you want. Yes. And I will be the reasonable one telling you, it's gonna be too much.
0: There is no salary cap in baseball.
1: That's not what I'm saying.
0: I know, but it's just it's a thing of when it comes to things like money. All, well, all the money. It's taking, not even money. Well, I was, I was gonna say like when it comes to taking on money mm-hmm. of players' contracts assigned signing mm-hmm. to big contracts. That money is just, you're going to lose that money in taxes anyways. But you could use it as a tax write-off instead and reinvest it into the team. That's what Steve Cohen does. The money that he gets taxed from luxury tax, he's going to have to, what's called, give to the government anyway. So he just right. reinvests it and use it as a tax write-off.
1: Cool, but I'm not talking about the money.
0: Okay, you're talking about prospects. But I'm yes. just saying, like, from yeah. a monetary standpoint. It doesn't matter,
1: no. For, for a Yankees and Mets, it, money does not matter. Yes. But from a sustainability standpoint, prospects matter.
0: I completely agree with you on that. I'm not saying that – oh, I'm not saying do Soto and this. Yeah. I'm just saying if you strike out on Yamamoto, if you strike out on Soto, that's something that I could see that's realistically possible. Because I think it would be not a similar package, but maybe a little bit more. Then Soto? No, but then Soto. Because keep in mind, you also are taking on a big contract. Yeah. So, I think it would be similar, if not a little bit more, Probably. to get this. Probably. So, it's like, that's, and you you would 100% do the Soto deal, right?
1: From the Yankees standpoint? Yeah. Yeah, I just don't think the Padres would accept that.
0: But that's the point I'm making, that if it's a package like that, yeah, 100% do it for it. Right. Do it for this. Yeah. So, that doesn't really affect the sustainability, because those are guys that aren't really going to help you more than what you're getting back. I guess. And also, the Yankees can't really worry about sustainability right now.
1: I beg to disagree. You have
0: the best... To me, Judge is still the best hitter, best player in baseball, especially with Otani not pitching. Mm-hmm. He is the best player in baseball. Okay. You have the best pitcher in baseball. Okay. You have maybe three more years of their primes left. Mm-hmm. You cannot waste that. Mm. What is the point of re-signing Aaron Judge and signing Cole to a massive deal to not go all-in and win when they're there. Win when they are in their primes. What is the point of signing exactly. them if you're just going to waste their primes?
1: That's fair. I just... Uh, th- it is a thin line that you need to tread carefully on between going all-in
0: and sustainability. But The thing with the Yankees is if they're going to not waste the prime of those players, they have to make massive moves. Because this team has a lot of work that needs to be done. You've got to fix up the rotation. You've got to fix up the offense. Right. Yeah.
1: But a lot of the reason why they have a lot of work is because they make a lot of trades that haven't worked out, which ruins sustainability, which is their own fault.
0: But you also so. can't be one foot in, one foot out.
1: Right. And I feel like they've been all in for a while now, mm-hmm. and it hasn't really amounted to anything. Trading for Gallo, trading for Montas, re I mean, signing Judge, signing Cole.
0: I'm sure they did nothing. Right traded for two, mid, two relievers that one of them is not on the team anymore and the other one, I'm pretty sure, is a free agent.
1: Right, because what are you going to give up for a team that has a lot of holes to fill? Because the Yankees are not one piece away.
0: They're a couple. That's why Yes. a couple players. Right. It's one of those <laughs> things where you can't... You can't... You have... To me, you have to when you sign... You have two of the best players in baseball. You can't just burn their primes not at least doing everything you can to get them a ring. That's fair. Prospects come and go. Of course. I get it. Don't trade away your top 10 prospects. I'm not saying that by any means. Mm-hmm. But Chance Adams was the minor league pitcher of the year a couple of years ago. Right. Where is he? Mm-hmm. Esteban uh, Forio was seen as like this can't-miss outfield prospect. Right. Um, Davey Garcia... He's on the White Sox now. Right. I'm pretty sure no one knew that he signed, he got DFA'd and signed with the White Sox yeah. until, like, end of the season. Right. Prospects don't really matter. And the ones that I legitimately think that are going to help you are already on the team. Maybe there's one or two other ones of the minors that are going to help you within this three, two, three, four three, four-year window. Mm-hmm. So I just see it as a thing of, okay, you got to go all in. If that doesn't work, okay, you completely revamp everything you got the front office you bring in new guys that will actually maybe do something because there's a lot of things like that or there's a lot of stuff with Cashman all that yeah I think it's one of those things of either way it will work out in the long run if they do be more aggressive and their track record has shown when they don't make the playoffs they tend to be significantly more aggressive than when they do the year prior
1: I will believe it when I see it I mean which I think is fair
0: you're a big history guy, right, and looking at what happened in the past.
1: from a statistical standpoint, yes, that's
0: happened every year in the past.
1: It's not statistics, completely different. It's actions, it's not statistics. Yes yeah. completely different i I will agree to disagree. I will believe the Yankees are going all in when I see it.
0: Okay.
1: I just think they have too much to fill to go all in.
0: What do you think would be some what do you think would be needed? For them to go all in,
1: you need obviously an outfielder or okay. two, and two starters, two mid to back end starters, and a couple, and maybe like one or two bullpen.
0: What if you get Yamamoto instead of two back end starters?
1: I think it's the wrong way to go, mm-hmm. and you still need to get two outfielders. When now you're looking at a tier below, you're looking at the Kevin Myers and maybe.
0: I mean, Waverings. to me, Trent Grisham is Kevin Kiermaier.
1: Kevin Kiermaier is miles better.
0: In the sense of it's a stopgap. Fair. There's not much difference between the two players in my, like...
1: There is, but I get what you're saying.
0: Cause he had one, he really only had one good year. You have the injury concerns with Kevin Kiermaier. I'm pretty sure you don't have him Grisham.
1: I don't, yeah, I can't tell you.
0: I could, I, I was looking at it earlier. I'm pretty sure with Trent Grisham, you don't have... But the the guy hit
1: under 200 the entire year.
0: Oh, no, no. I'm not clamoring for... I don't want either of them. No, I know. But I don't hate him as a stopgap.
1: I just think that if you sign Yamamoto, that's...
0: 132 games, 152, 153.
1: Right. So, not so much. But if you sign Yamamoto, I just feel like you're selling yourself short in other areas. And I've been saying that since the beginning. So, it's not like I'm you know, changing my ideas.
0: But it's also a thing of... I'd much rather pay him thirty million a year than sign two Severinos.
1: Well, that's not even what I'm saying. Like, not a, you, like you can sign a Eduardo Rodriguez and a who else is on the market? Um, who's a mid-level guy? I don't even know, but you get what I'm saying.
0: I, I would much rather get the guy that is significantly better and then you fill in fill in that last spot. Cuz yeah, Nestor and Rodon, there's going to be injuries to them. There's going to be injuries to any like any rotation. Definitely. But I think that it's you're not going to for Soto. I would sig- I would doubt it if they traded all of their pitching depth. Right. You're going to have some pitching depth which I think you could call up anyways. Yeah. And do that. So I'm not really worried about it from a depth standpoint. I think mm-hmm. you need that top end starter.
1: You have two already. That's what I'm saying. I don't know. I just I don't I don't see it, but I'll believe it when I see it. Yeah. I think we'll have to disagree agree to disagree at this point. Yeah. But I will see. And I will eat my words if I get proven wrong.
0: Yeah. I just think so. from a all-in standpoint, depth players you need I've been more and more recently, I've been believing in that it factor. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That To me, the it factor has mattered more and more. The more I see baseball, more. Like Kyle Schwarber, he barely gets hits. But when he does, those are some big-ass hits. Right. Those hits are huge. Yeah. Harper, incredible player. He always shows up in the moment. Right. That's the type of guy Yamamoto is. That's the type of guy Soto is. Mm-hmm. Those are the guys. Uh, jung Hu Lee went off in the World Baseball Classic. Granted, they got knocked down pool play. Right. Still, he hit about 430. Right. Those are the type of guys that I was targeting, and those are the type of guys that win you championships.
1: You just can't get all of them. That's my thing.
0: I'm not saying all of them.
1: No, I know, but... I'm saying two. Right, but I would rather get, you know, like Soto and another mid-level guy than Soto and Yamamoto. So you can then spend elsewhere. But, again, that's me. Yeah. So...
0: This is just going to go on for yeah. ages. Where oh, it's
1: for sure. Until, until they sign, it's, yeah. just, it's the same conversation. We're just
0: going to keep going back and forth, back and forth. Yep. So, yeah, that's it. Um. Stillman. Outro.
1: Uh, thank you guys for watching. Thank you guys for listening. Uh, winter meetings, exciting times. Hopefully things clear up. We will see you in the next episode. Subscribe, follow,
0: all that good stuff. Bye-bye. Bye.